At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody. Welcome back in. It's Betting Across America on a college football Saturday as we welcome you inside our Circus Sportsbook Studios, hour number two of six from downtown Las Vegas. Back with Wes Reynolds. I'm Ben Wilson, Jacob Rochart, standing producer behind the glass. We came into the show, Wes, thinking, all right, this might just be one of those chalky college football Saturdays, not much happening. And the college football god said, uh, how dare you? Right. How dare you? How blasphemous of a statement. Because right now, as we start with one of uh, the, the big top five undefeated teams in action, now there's a little scare going down in Lawrence where the Kansas Jayhawks, yes, it's not basketball season yet, yet Wes, but the Kansas Jayhawks are up 10 nothing, 9-10 to go in the second quarter on Oklahoma as a 38-and-a-half-point home underdog. And not only that, Wes, they've controlled the box score, outgaining OU by about 100 yards, and they just intercepted the freshman Heisman hopeful, Caleb Williams, who has burst onto the scene like crazy over the last two weeks. His odds were down to 25-1. to All of a sudden, Wes, uh, Williams, for the first time, showing some weaknesses and flaws on the road as it's KU ball, and they're moving the ball up 10-zip. This is amazing. Yeah, number two and number three right now in the AP poll are both trailing, of course, and we'll get to what you let in there with Oklahoma and Kansas. Oklahoma now down to a 10.5-point favorite, 54.5 at BetMGM as KU just falls short of that first down. But KU with the football, it is currently 10 to nothing. And also number two, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. down 10 to 7. 10 3 left to go in the second quarter. UC still minus 17 and a half, 51 and a half on the in-game total. Desmond Ritter has already thrown an interception. And basically, really, it's been time of possession. Yardage, not that much of a disparity, but Navy has held the ball over 15 minutes. Cincinnati just a little bit less than five. We'll see if UC can get a drive going here. They're going to start on their own 25, about 10, 13 left to go. I just, I just can't get, get uh, you know back to like this Kansas game. I can't get it out of my head how, how ridiculous it is that this Kansas team, who is one in five on the season, has been arguably the worst Power 5 team for the last seven or eight years, really ever, I mean, ever since right. uh, the, yeah, the, the departure of, uh, of, of the large man, that's how I'll, I'll refer to him, uh, from, from the glory days of the late 2000s. Here's the thing, Wes. Kansas has eight first downs in this game. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma has run 11 plays on mm-hmm. offense. Oklahoma! Yeah. The, I, the thing before we get back into some of our, talking about some of the current Heisman uh, hopefuls, because we, we've talked all year about would Spencer Rattler, the quarterback, to start the season for Oklahoma, be a Heisman guy, was benched in his 
according to our producer Jacob Roach, has seen his odds plummet down to two fifty to one mm-hmm. to win the Heisman. And meanwhile, is Caleb there, Williams yes, is twenty to one right tw- now. Now down to twenty, uh, yeah, twenty to one in a lot of spots. At what point do you, if you're Lincoln Riley, the head coach, do you say, all right? Something's not working. We need to shake it up. At what point do you go back to Rattler here, if, if well, at all? Well, maybe if the Jayhawks score here, here they're going to have a third and one. It's midway through the second quarter and still a goose egg on Man. the board for Oklahoma. So once you get down three scores, maybe a little bit of panic time here yeah. for uh, Sooner Nation. But nevertheless, yeah. uh, Oklahoma, a big 38-point favorite and with a goose egg on the scoreboard, one and a half quarters into the game. We, we talked earlier about the half, the first half spreads in these. Oklahoma was laying 24. Four and a half. If you were brave to take a stab at that money line first half for Kansas, depending on the book, you were looking at between twelve to one and fifteen to one. So mm-hmm. uh, you're you're looking pretty. Uh, Kate, they just caught a timeout. Kansas with the ball in Oklahoma territory, up ten nothing in the first half. I know Wes, we've talked so much about all right, some of these Heisman guys down the board and and what could potentially happen given the theory among many people that this is just kind of a weird college football season. But at the end of the day, we still have two in our Heisman watch at the top, and probably rightly so, in freshman quarterback Bryce Young for Alabama and the outstanding quarterback for Ole Miss, Matt Corral, who has joined Young atop the odds board as we get back to the Heisman watch, each of them at 2-1. to one. Let's start with Bryce Young. We've, we've talked about this from the stance of, all right, these teams get upset. We talked about it earlier with C.J. Stroud in Ohio State, and it's easy to kind of forget or dismiss maybe a, a player's candidacy not so much the case with Bryce Young since we knew Alabama would still be well within range of the college football playoff. And Young, as you see on your screen, has put up the ridiculous numbers uh, so far. If you're comparing Young and Corral, though, at least to, to this point, we know Young, better numbers to this point on the better team, is the freshman West. Do you give him an edge at this point, even though the odds are the same at uh, two to one, or do you feel like it's appropriately priced where it is? Yeah, I think he'd probably, I would maybe make him the small favorite here because look, Alabama did come off its most complete performance of the season. I think offense, defense, special teams at Mississippi State. That was a nice bounce back last week where I always said, you know, they're laying 17, but there's almost value on Alabama. It turns out there was 49 and nine final score in Starkville last week. And look, Alabama, if they went out, they're going to be in the college football playoff. Or they're at least going to get Georgia in the SEC title game. You beat Georgia, you're in the college football playoff. So that's why I think Bryce Young is priced down there because he's the quarterback for one of the best teams in the country. And the numbers, look, he's done nothing wrong. 24 touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, look, so the numbers have been there. It's just Alabama lost at Texas A&M. But I think losing one game doesn't necessarily take you out of it if you're Alabama. It's not like maybe a Desmond Ritter at Cincinnati where if you lose one game, you just don't put up the numbers that are good enough. You're kind of more of a workman-like quarterback and not a stat monster. So Cincinnati loses one game. His Heisman candidacy is all but uh, is pretty much over. So Bryce Young, 2-1, to one, I, I think he he is the rightful favorite here. And look, Alabama quarterback now with this offense that they're running, that's a, you know, a lot more pass happy, a lot more of a pro style offense. It's now Bill O'Brien is the offensive coordinator replacing Steve Sarkeesian, who's now the head coach, of course, now down in Austin for University of Texas. So, you know, all, Alabama several years ago modernized their offense. They used to be quarterback, be the game manager. We're going to run the ball. We're going to play good defense. That was like the old era of SEC football where it was like, okay, we're going to win, you know, 17 to 10 or something like that. Those games don't happen anymore. And as evidence of that is the total tonight, Alabama, Tennessee, total 68 and a half in some places right. in the market, 68 at Bet MGM. So obviously people like shootouts, you would never see those totals years ago in this rivalry. So I think Bryce Young is is right where he is and then uh you look go on to matt corral i'll just say first of all thinking about the game because mm-hmm. you brought up the game tonight which mm-hmm. I, I thought is a great point you made about there was actually value to be had at alabama last week which yeah. you rarely say about a team laying 17 on the road in a conference game well now the books all right they've seen the bounce back from alabama and we've seen this line now jacked up a little bit more tennessee coming off the mustard bottle gate at neyland maybe a yes. good thing the balls get out of their Gol- golf ball gate yes. where, where Lane Kiffin yeah. was like the uh, marine biologist, oh, like oh. George Costanza. I knew, and we'd, I knew we'd get you that know? in there. And I reached point. in. It was it, the, the sea was uh, scary that day, my friends. And then he uh, pulled out the obstruction. Yeah, so with all that being said, thank you, Wes, for, for doing the, the Lord's work there with yes. the Costanza reference. Uh, maybe a good thing for Tennessee to get out of its home state at least for a week. Although the flip side of that is, well, you got to go to Alabama 
laying 25 at BetMGM, 25 and a half in some, in some other shops value-wise. And it's interestingly enough on the BetMGM insights for this week in college football, Alabama laying 25, the most heavily handled right. game or any most handled, heavily handled team of any on the board this week. So pretty rare that you see that much money. Not, we're not talking ticket count here. We're talking pure handle coming on a team laying 25. But clearly the betters are saying, look, we saw the value last week. We think there's still value to be had on Alabama, even at minus 25. Do you agree with that? I do not necessarily. That doesn't mean I'm rushing to take Tennessee. But I think, look, betters kind of like Tennessee last week against Ole Miss, and they had their chances uh, near the end. It wasn't a whitewash there, like a blowout. But Tennessee doesn't get the cover. So sometimes when a team doesn't get the cover, it's like, ah, they burned us because Hendon Hooker did go out of the game. Joe Milton had to finish. Now, Hendon Hooker is battling a leg issue, is upgraded to probable. So he is going to get the start for the Volunteers tonight. Look, Tennessee's offense with Hooker in there, I think, has absolutely been an upgrade. We know Josh Heupel. Likes to run a little more tempo. So Tennessee has been able to move the ball. They've been able to score points. And look, they could be live for a backdoor here, which is why I didn't necessarily lay it with the tide in this spot. And the early money did come on Tennessee, currently 25. But look, it, it's the same story with sports books. Like, we'll get into that when Mike Peranio of the Mandalay mm-hmm. Bay is on with Adam Burke during that 12 o'clock Pacific hour. And he's like, look, we're always going to need Alabama not to cover. We're always going to need the dogs against these premium teams, these Alabamas, these Ohio States. You know, same song, different verse pretty much every right. single Saturday. Yep. Yeah, well, Tennessee's what, 15 to 1 on the money line. That was basically, depending on the shop, the same money line of Kansas first half today against Oklahoma. And, hey, Kansas is up 10 nothing right now, Wes. So uh, five minutes to go in the second quarter with the ball. So, like, anything is possible is, is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you were, we were going to talk as well, Matt Corral, second part of this Heisman Watch segment here, looking at the other co-favorite in the market, also at 2-1. to one. My question to you, Wes, on Corral, as we know, this is clearly a, a team in Ole Miss, not, not at the same level of Alabama, not going to be in the conversation for the college football playoff. How much do you think that uh, for the head coach, Lane Kiffin, his style, the type of tempo they run, and the way that Matt Corral puts up some of those video game numbers, mm-hmm. do you think that that almost in a way hurts his candidacy when he has an off game like he had last week at Tennessee where the, the voters are going to say, all right, I get that the numbers are awesome and you see them there, but this is just an offense that's at a right. totally constructed differently than any other team we see. And we say that he had an off game. He still had 426 yards of total offense last week at Tennessee. Not but bad. <laughs> yeah, he's putting up these big numbers. Look, I felt Ole Miss, if Corral was going to be a viable Heisman candidate, they were going to have to be at least like a New Year's Six type of team. Certainly, they're still in the mix to do that with just the one loss, but... I think the problem that that you get into necessarily, he should probably be a little bit higher than two to one. He should probably be five to one or six to one. But so many bets came on him. He was kind of the trendy pick early in the season for the Heisman because they knew Lane was going to run tempo. They were going to score a bunch of points. So that's why I don't think you've seen him drift up to what I think the fair price in the market would be, which I would put it like five or six to one. All right. Five or six to one. That uh, well, as we all know, and especially in these Which futures isn't a markets, huge jump, but still, yeah, look as we know though, it's, once you start getting to the top guys, you, you start to pay the tax as as a better. Mm-hmm. So interesting to to uh, to lay that out. Uh, all right, we will and we will see you that game uh, later on tonight. Uh, both those games, Ole Miss hosting LSU and Tennessee going to Alabama. All right, when we return, we're going to transition to the Pac-12, bring on our guy Yogi Roth from the Pac-12 Network, talk about some of the big games in that conference coming up later today. That is next, right here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening 
why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NBA season might have tipped off, but there is still time to grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide. It has strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. The digital guide is a must-have. So give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe as we're back on betting across america with wes reynolds i'm ben wilson you know college hoops also starting in a couple weeks wes you're going to be part of that college hoops betting guide hard to believe we're almost to the end of october here i know nothing ever stops nothing ever stops also just quickly the updates before we get to our guy yogi roth in the pac-12 network kansas still up 10 nothing on oklahoma four minutes left in the first half caleb williams the freshman quarterback he's still in the game just ran for a first down but there is a flag in West. Just among the number of crazy stats today, just another one to throw out at you. The time of possession so far, 21 minutes for Kansas, three for Oklahoma State. Yeah. How does who, that happen? Who is Oklahoma <laughs> playing? Navy here? <laughs> they play, that's, a, that's a great line. Uh, Navy, by the way, uh, his, uh, his still, they were up uh, 10-7. I believe Cincinnati just kicked a field mm-hmm. goal to make that game 10 all. So they're tied there 4 5 to go in the first half. All right, let's get to uh, our guy, Yogi Roth. Pac-12 Network analysts who will be in Corvallis tonight as the Utah Utes uh, take on Oregon State. Always uh, so kind to to give us a few minutes. Follow him uh, at Yogi Roth as you'll be able to see that game, Utah and Oregon State on the Pac-12 Network. Uh, Yogi, as always, we appreciate you giving us some time, especially uh, on a game day, just kind of looking at how the Lions have moved in uh, in this game. Utah laying three pretty much market-wide as they uh, go to Corvallis. Interesting to see you have Oregon State tied with Oregon atop one division and Utah alone at 3-0. In the, in the other, in the Pac-12 South right now. Kind of amazing how for head coach Kyle Whittingham, after so many early season struggles, kind of seems like they've uh, they've righted the ship a little bit. What sort of the vibe have you got from uh, talking to the staff after a season that has had all sorts of ups and downs for, uh, for a variety of reasons, but now on this three-game winning streak? Well, speaking of vibe, fellas, I'm walking along the Willamette River here in Oregon. Fall foliage is in effect, screaming college football season. So, the basketball chatter, we got to put that on the back burner for a minute. Sorry, sorry. Uh, we had, you know, we had yeah, to do it's it. All, it's all good. I got to deal with it with, uh, with our crew. You know, Walton's always around, Ted Robinson. Walton was on game day this morning. Uh, but with that said, you, you, this is a great game to me. Uh, I, to me, obviously, UCLA and, and Oregon is a huge one. But other than that, this is the best game out on the West Coast this weekend for a bunch of reasons. And you referenced Utah. This is a team that coming into the season, some people thought they would win the Pac-12 South. Some thought they'd have a chance to possibly win the entire thing based on the amount of players coming back, the transfer in Charlie Brewer, who threw for thousands of yards and so many touchdowns and led Baylor to 11-1 season when he was there. But it flipped, and now Cam Rising is a starter. The offensive line is finally settled in. They finally have a running back, at least a, a two or three that they really like, and they haven't put the ball on the ground. So I, I think that's the narrative for this team. I look forward to it because in this game, the two teams are very similar. Right? they got quarterbacks who, and offenses who love to play action pass. There's five tight ends in this game that will be playing on Sundays. We'll be highlighting that early on in the game. And In my 20 years in this business, I've never started a game talking about the tight ends uh, on both teams. So, so that is something, especially when you think of West Coast Pac-12 football, you don't think of that very often, but this game is full of that. And defensively, it's the top two tacklers 
uh, in this league and two of the best in the country and Devin Lloyd and Avery Roberts. So I love it. Uh, Utah's feeling uh, a little flow right now. They're feeling extremely confident and they should. And if they can get this one, their schedule sets up to take a real run because they got UCLA coming to Salt Lake City next week. They have Oregon in the second to last regular season game coming to Salt Lake City. So they're in a prime position if they can get this one on the road. Yogi, uh, we were talking about Utah, of course, had a lot of adversity, not only on, but off the field. But this week, the team that's dealing with the adversity, probably nobody more than Washington State. And they're getting BYU up at the Palouse and Pullman uh, later this afternoon. Nick Rolovich out, several other assistants out for the uh, the regulations regarding the COVID vaccine and whatnot. From what you've heard and talking to your sources around the league, what's the mindset of the Cougs? Because watching that comeback and that win over Stanford, that was such an emotional game, and they knew it too right then and there. Yeah, to me, this one is going to be all about uh, how it starts. Uh, I don't say that very often because I, I don't fundamentally believe in it, but I think because of what you reference and all the emotion, the stadium's going to be charged up. The Coug Nation, uh, all the alums, everybody's back there. I mean, th- this game is going to be electric. I-, I was there three weeks ago uh, for their second to last game with Coach Rolo and you felt it then on homecoming, you'll feel it again today. And I, and I think that this team, and I believe this staff, because even among the remaining coaches, there's some veterans like Mark Banker, who's coached for probably over 40 years now in major college football. They know well enough to simplify things when changes happen and only ask the team to operate in areas they are dramatically comfortable in. So I, I, I think that's what we're going to see. And I think this team has united in, in their own unique way around, you know what, we lost the guy that we wanted to be our coach, uh, and now everybody thinks that we're going to fall apart. Look out, and, and let's see if we can keep this winning streak going. So that, that's kind of, I don't know what the line is in that game, but if, if BYU is favored, I, I would flip it. I, I think Washington State plays uh, extremely well in this game. I think Jake Dicker starts to make a little bit of a run and some noise around, you know, he's going to get an interview, obviously, to be the next head coach there. And I think this is the first step in that dialogue. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, BYU laying three and a half or four in the market. So starting they, to get a little buyback, the, yeah. by the way, this All morning. Right. I think a lot of the reasons Yogi said this is kind of like, okay, everybody's given up on us. Maybe yeah. they got one more big effort left in. All them. right. Well, look, fascinating angle to, to look at for tonight. Wazoo hosting BYU again, speaking with Yogi Roth from the Pac-12 Network. He'll be on the call with Ted Robinson tonight as Utah goes to Corvallis, taking on Oregon State. Can't let you out of here, though, Yogi, before we do get your thoughts on on a big game that has seen a flip in favorites coming up here in just a couple hours. Oregon and UCLA side of game day. I know I'm I'm sure you were uh, cackling in your hotel room watching Bill Walton just uh, prance around the set (laughs) this morning. What are your thoughts on a game that's opened the week with Oregon favored by a point? Now we're seeing the Bruins laying one in Pasadena. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth. I mean, I think for the league, you'd like to see Oregon win, right, just based on having a one-loss team in in the dialogue, and we know how the national narrative goes. Uh, I'm the only guy that picked UCLA to win the South in the media poll. Uh, I've been really bullish on them just from watching the build, the slow, consistent build with Chip Kelly and this roster. I I think it's going to come down to two quarterbacks who are very similar, Anthony Brown, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. These two guys, uh, they train together in the offseason. They play chess in training in terms of the mental side of the game. There's there's a bunch of fun production elements for this one, if you were calling it. But I ultimately always believe in every game, a quarterback in a tight one has to make three throws in the second half. And I don't know which quarterback will do that. I don't know if either quarterback has done that necessarily this year in tight games. So I I think that's going to be the thing. And these receivers, they're good. Nobody is dramatically elite. Uh, this offensive line at UCLA is special. It's full of NFL players. This defensive front seven for Oregon is full of elite NFL players, in my opinion. So that'll be the matchup to watch. But I think it'll come down to whatever quarterback can deal when pressure's in their face, two aggressive defenses. Can they put, make a spot throw to a receiver who's probably not going to be dramatically open, but will have a step on somebody? Can they put it on that front shoulder? And, and that, that's going to be the game. And, and when I go back and I'm going to go watch it here, obviously, in two hours or so. But when I go back and watch this one on Monday morning, that's the thing I'm going to be grading. 
Yogi, got about 90 seconds here, but got to get your take on USC and Notre Dame. Obviously, a little bit of luster loss with USC currently at 3-3. Three and three. Dante Williams, now the interim coach here, but it's always USC and Notre Dame. It's always a big game, and it's going to be a big game tonight. Trojans about a touchdown underdog, though, in South Bend, who the defense has come along for the Irish, but the offense still very much a work in progress. Yeah, I call, first check is uh, how thick is the grass? I was there for right. the push, push. It was my first year coaching. So that's the first check I would have. And, and you know, is, is the grass thick or wherever Drake London is lining up? Because that, that's what I would recommend. That might be the only way you could slow him down. To me, if he goes off in this game, he's a legit Heisman candidate in terms of the most outstanding player in the country. Nobody's been more dominant at that position than him all season long. Uh, and if he remains dominant, they'll have a chance. The thing for SC, and I wouldn't be shocked if they won, when you really break their games down, specifically the blowouts at home, it's really a three to five play sequence where it just falls apart, right? It's a bad special teams play. It's a bad sack. It's a turnover. It leads to a score before the half. Um, it's a score right after coming out of the half. Like those are the things that just flip the thing. And then they have to throw the football. And while it's the air raid, when everybody knows you're going to throw and they're going to drop eight and bring exotic pressures and drop defenders into coverage, it's a really challenging system to run. Like, like any passing game when a defense is doing that. So if SC can keep it close and run the ball, which sounds crazy in the air raid, but when they've done that, when you study them, whether it's the Stanford game, uh, you go down the, the laundry list of big losses they've had at home, the Utah game, they're in those games because they're moving the ball on the ground. And then it gets out of whack, and then, then it's over. So if they can run the rock and they don't hurt themselves, they're going to be in this game in the fourth quarter, and we'll see if uh, Touchdown Jesus can make another play for the Irish. Or if SC can get a get a nice win in South Bend. Yeah, Notre Dame look laying seven or seven and a half right now at home against USC tonight. Uh, always, we appreciate the insight from our Pac-12 uh, network analyst joining us, Yogi Roth. Uh, he'll be on the call again tonight in Utah and Oregon State. As always, Yogi, we really appreciate the time. Have a great uh, call up there in Corvallis tonight. Yeah, I can't wait. Tune in, fellas. It's going to be a good one. All right. We, we expect it to be. And uh, speaking of uh, games. along we... the Willamette River. That sounds like a nice <laughs> hey, way to spend like a Saturday it afternoon. Hey, also in Las Vegas, like we are. Nice, nice place to spend a Saturday afternoon, too. We'll give you some updates. Big one in Lawrence, Kansas, we have to talk about next year on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN is now available 24 7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24 7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vsin. As we welcome you back, Betting Across America on a college football Saturday that has taken a turn for the chaotic Wes Reynolds. It has. As we're back at the Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson. We bring you first a halftime line in Lawrence, Kansas, where for the first time since 2008, Kansas, yes, Kansas, has a 10-point lead over a top-five AP team. First time since the 2008 Orange Bowl, West against Vatek. Mm-hmm. It has been that long, but Kansas leads 10-0 at the half, holding Oklahoma to seven rushing yards. Caleb Williams, the freshman quarterback for Oklahoma, just 6 of 9, 71 yards and a pick. KU covers as a 24-and-a-half-point first-half underdog, almost 15-to-1 on the first-half money line. And, uh, Wes, that's not stopping the betters from laying it with Oklahoma. This opens Oklahoma minus 17 for the second half, so 7 for the game already. I'm seeing it MGM and Circa up to 18. Yeah, 17 or basically 7.5 on the end game, 44.5 now on the end game total. And like you mentioned with Oklahoma, they got four first downs. Kansas with 12. Oklahoma, 78 yards of total offense, and has only had the ball eight of the 30 minutes in the first half, right at eight minutes. And uh, look, uh, very flat performance. Uh, Spencer Rattler there on the sidelines. So is it going to be Spencer for hire? Famous uh, television show where he's going to come back and perhaps win his job back or at least save the day. Obviously, Caleb Williams is now going. So look, it's one-way traffic, though, right now in Oklahoma. But 
I got to tell you, I'm staying away. I would not be laying 18 points with Oklahoma here in the second half because we have seen Oklahoma, this has kind of happened in the past where they get a really shaky performance uh, in a big favorite role and hang on for dear life and maybe just barely pull it out here. And a couple other halftime scores, Texas Tech 24-10 over Kansas State. Kansas State minus two for the second half, 29, the second half total at BetMGM. Florida State was down 3 nothing, but it's been all Seminoles ever since against UMass, 38 eight to three now at halftime in Tallahassee and kind of a big sequence here in the uh, Northwestern and Michigan game. It looks like Michigan, uh, I believe they got stopped on uh, on fourth down, or or, I've, or do they still have the football? I think they just called a timeout. They four seconds left in the half. Okay, uh, so because we'll, we'll they got the they they got stopped on third down. I believe so it is 10 to 7 right now Michigan over Northwestern Michigan minus 13 and a half on the in play at BetMGM 38 and a half on the total uh, and also we are about to go to halftime in Annapolis where our own Stormy Bonantani is yep. on the sidelines there for at Marine Corps Stadium for Navy and Cincinnati and a good game so far a better game than expected 10 to 10 now Cincinnati was laying four touchdowns on the road by the way Northwestern did get the stop yes. they're just trying to get out of their own end zone and get to the half in Ann Arbor, 10-7 Wolverines. 10-7, we'll get back to some of the other uh, the halftime lines as now they're starting to come in and we'll get some of those second half numbers uh, for you so far. You, you mentioned some of the some of these spots to West now that we are getting a little bit later in the season. Some of these teams either in letdown situations or coming off incredibly emotional wins. One team that does fit that bill, at least coming off an emotional win in a game that's coming up here in, in about an hour and a half, is Purdue as they take on Wisconsin. And in a game, West where... Oh, the Boilers are, are getting, I'm seeing three and a half as high as four in the market, but three and a half at BetMGM. Is this, I mean, it certainly qualifies on paper as that sort of spot after they go into Kinnick mm-hmm. Stadium and just throttle Iowa, ending the second-ranked Hawkeyes undefeated run. And now they get a, a Wisconsin team that's struggled, been banged up throughout the season. How do you analyze a spot like this for Purdue coming back home off the huge win? I did lay the money line here with the Badgers at 155, so now up to 175, now three in the hook. And look, I do think this is a tough spot for Purdue. And you look, and and I was on them last week. That wasn't a fluke at Iowa. They kicked Mm -hmm. Iowa's butt. And, and, I mean, they dominated 464 to 271 yardage edge. Uh, David Bell, their star receiver out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Plug, plug for my hometown. There you go. Holding it down for the nap is David Bell. 240 yards on 11 catches. So, and Iowa also, that turnover luck ran out. Remember, they were like plus 15 in turnover margin, leading the nation coming in. Hawkeyes were minus three on the day. So, Purdue very much improved on defense. They got four sacks, eight tackles for loss, and then, of course, four four turnovers, four interceptions, by the way, from Spencer Petras, the Iowa quarterback. But now this is where Purdue comes home. They got to prove that they can handle success with Wisconsin coming into town. Purdue is now ranked in the AP top 25 for the first time since 2007. So it's been a dry spell up there in West Lafayette. And you get Wisconsin coming to town. This was a Wisconsin team that did not cover last week. It's two touchdown favorites against the uh, the Army Black Knights, who, by the way, are now trailing at the half. Wake Forest 28-21 to in that one. Uh, an absolute score fest. Neither mm-hmm. team can stop the other. But back to this Wisconsin game, they're finally kind of getting back to basics, Ben. Kind of the old school Barry Alvarez style of football you're used to seeing in Madison. Run the ball and stop the run. Wisconsin had 198 on Saturday on the ground against Army, which is pretty darn good against the run and also good on offense with running the ball. The story on the offense for Wisconsin has been Graham Mertz, who's been much maligned all season. Their quarterback only threw for 112 yards against Army last Saturday, but only the second time in six games this season that he did not turn the ball over. And that's going to be the key with Graham Mertz is he just can't turn the ball over. Both these teams really good on defense. Purdue 13th. Now they've gone back to that 4-3 instead of that 3-4, which got Bob Diaco fired as defensive coordinator, one and done up there in West Lafayette. But it's almost like I look at Purdue as a very good defense I look at Wisconsin as an elite defense and a lot of the and, betters uh, they're not ha- they weren't happy with head coach Paul Chris last week because mm-hmm. he scored to go up 12 laying 13 and a half and then didn't go for two right didn't matter army got the right. backdoor touchdown anyway but yeah. yeah and look Wisconsin <laughs> number two in total defense this isn't a team that obviously throws the ball very well 
Uh, but Purdue doesn't run the ball very well. It's like, well, Purdue can't run the ball. Well, they hadn't been able to run the ball for about 10 or 12 years now up there in West Lafayette. They are top 10 in passing offense. So that's why you see this low total around 40. It is very much justified. Wisconsin, by the way, is 114 straight in this series, all the way back to 2004. So the motivation for Purdue is not at all in question. But, you know, you've got kind of Purdue – you know, the feel good price in the market because they were kind of ignored. It's like, ah, they're just Purdue. We don't expect much. Now they're in the top 25, even though they're getting points at home. Earlier this season, Wisconsin been laying seven, you would have think. And now they're laying three, three and a half. They look very ugly on offense. So it's like, oh God, this is a type of road favorite you just want to go against here. I think this is still a very much a classic buy low spot on Wisconsin and sell high on the Purdue Boilermakers. It is three in the hook, but look in college football, I think lesser than pro football, you do not have key numbers. I don't think key numbers are really that important in college football because you have more possessions. You have basically, you know, you, you have more uh, uh, timeouts in terms of clock stopping with the first down. So it's a lot, it's a lot more fluid in terms of like these key numbers and whatnot. So uh, I do like Wisconsin on the road here. I did lay money. All right. Laid money. Yeah. Look, not since the, the Joe Tiller era have had Purdue a one in this series against Wisconsin. Wanted to get back as well. Some of the, now that we have some more games at halftime, see what is going on. Again, that game, Wisconsin Purdue starting in a little over an hour. I don't know if I, this is not a, a huge bad beat alert, Wes, but I did want to mention it because I'm not sure how many people actually did this, but we talked about some of these first half dogs, and that's really been the story so far on a card with some massive favorites. Kansas wins the first half outright as a 24 and a half point first half underdog. Cincinnati in a similar spot laying 17 and a half at Navy in that first half. Here's where the potential bad beat comes in, though, Wes, because Navy on the first half uh, money line was about plus 650 to 7 to 1, mm-hmm. getting the 17 and a half. Tied 10-10, Navy driving for a field goal. They attempt a 51-yarder with 10 seconds left in the half. It's blocked by Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Returned down to the Navy about 35-yard line mm-hmm. with one second left. Cincinnati kicks a 52-yard field goal at the horn to take yeah. a 13-10 halftime lead. Brutal if you took Navy, a yeah. stab on the Navy first half money line, yeah, even though I, they cover the 17 And I don't and like that momentum either, being on Navy. Oh. I know I know it's you know only a three-point <laughs> game, and I'm getting four touchdowns. By the way, Cincinnati for the second half, minus 11.5 at BetMGM, basically 14.5 on the end game, 23.5 on the second half total. So I'm saying, please don't end 31. Please don't end 31 here. Get 28 or inside of that but yeah that was a a bad momentum shift at the end of the first half for navy so we have that update a couple big 10 score updates before we get to a break here michigan 10-7 on northwestern michigan for the second half minus 10 24 the second half total so basically michigan now minus 13 for the game also illinois hanging in at penn state they are got out 10 nothing brett bielema had some things to say about some of his players that he did not recruit especially his offensive line but illinois meeting the the challenge here 10 to 7 and by the way Penn State may be a little sleepy they do have Ohio State next week mm-hmm. and a big visit to Columbus so you're kind of seeing these look ahead spots at least materialize in the first half Penn State minus 10 and a half for the second half 21 and a half the in game or wow. the second half total rather yeah uh, look we, we said it at the top we thought you know what this just could be an intri- more interesting slate than we were giving it credit for and, and so far yes both Penn State Michigan huge favorites only up three at the half Oklahoma down 10 at the half Cincinnati only up three at the half at Navy. All right, when we return, one of our favorite segments on this weekend edition of Betting Across America, buy, sell, or hold. We're going to talk about a couple different scenarios on the other side as we continue the show right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. As football season continues, it is time to download BetMGM Sports, Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You can also register using code VEASAN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. So download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code VEASAN100 to win $100 when you bet a dollar on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. As we welcome you back, it's Betting Across America here on a Saturday from downtown Las Vegas. Back with Wes Reynolds. I'm Ben Wilson. A lot happening, Wes, with these big favorites. I've already touched on it. Kansas down 10 at the half as they actually just kick off starting the third quarter. Uh, Kansas up 10-0 on Oklahoma at the half. Cincinnati only up three is a massive favorite at Navy. Penn State, Michigan only up 10-7 is big home favorites in the Big Ten. And one game we haven't touched on. One of the only undefeated teams, Wes, who was not laying a huge number today, Wake Forest. They're piling on the yard so far on the road at Army, up 28-21 as we've reached halftime there. Yeah, they did get a touchdown there in the final minute right before the half. Wake Forest, 28-21 lead. Wake with uh, just a smidge under 300 yards mm. so far of total offense. Army, 180. By the way, we did have an injury for Army. Christian Anderson, their quarterback, uh, did go out or left uh, late in the first quarter with an arm injury. So it, I believe it is now Jabari Laws, the senior, kind of taking over here for Army. Wake, 28-21. Second half total now. 27 and a half at BetMGM. So the in game, obviously, 76 and a half. Army, a pick them for the second half. So Army plus seven now for the full game. Wow. And look, quarterback Sam Hartman for Wake Forest saying, uh, Kenny Pickett, yeah, hold, look, hold my beer. Right. right? I, I, look, I, right. I'm, I'm the quarterback of the undefeated team. In the ACC, he's 15 to 20, Dave 252 Lawson gets yards. the most yeah. out of his talent down there. I think he's a really underrated coach down there in Winston-Salem for Wake Forest. And look, 6-0 and right now. Uh, yeah. Only undefeated team remaining in this conference. Leads right into a little segment we like to call Buy, Hold, or Sell with that uh, outstanding first half from Sam Hartman, the two touchdowns uh, to go along with it. So here are your ACC odds entering today when Wake Forest – they're the last undefeated team, but not many people have really been taking them seriously. Mm-hmm. Wes have the seven-point halftime lead right now at Army. Let's just start from from them and, and work our way up to the top. Wake Forest four to one to win the league. Are you buying, selling, holding on this uh, Demon Deacon team? Uh, might be holding a little bit. It's tough to really buy anybody in the ACC, to be That's honest a fair with point. you, because the ACC they've gone back to that old wheel of destiny, like who is going to win because it changes every single week now because look, the ACC for the last several years has been the Clemson Invitational and now it's not necessarily there and even they are not out of it necessarily in the ACC, obviously if they lose to Pittsburgh today, then they're going to take a massive step back, but just kind of looking at Wake Forest's schedule, we'll start with them. They do get, after this game, if they get by Army, they do get Duke, 
Duke has it's been a real struggle. David Cutcliffe now over sixty five, couple years left on his contract. We'll see if he fulfills that contract or if Duke not only has a new basketball coach, which they'll have next year, if they have a new football coach, if uh, Cutcliffe steps aside, then they go to North Carolina. North Carolina is the ultimate Jack One High team. One week they look like they're a top ten team. We know the offense still very potent, but they can't stop anybody. That defense was a real disappointment. Look, they couldn't get away from Miami. Miami had a chance. There at the end to go in and upset them with the backup quarterback Tyler Van Dyke and then of course on 11-13 we get the big showdown NC State against Wake Forest and then Wake Forest does close with two road games at Clemson Boston College so I would not be buying Wake mm-hmm. Forest at four to one I just think that the schedule may kind of catch up with them a little bit and then going back to the market Pittsburgh at minus two dollars Pittsburgh has looked I think them and NC State kind of look maybe like they might have a little bit more staying power but look Pitt in a role they didn't expect they're going to be favored against Clemson this afternoon yeah well and if you think about the odds as well you see the those three at four to one Clemson NC State Wake those are all the teams in the Atlantic uh, division so Wake leading the pack right now but by far the stronger of the divisions Pitt meanwhile in the coastal where there's mm-hmm. as far as at least making the ACC championship game which is part of what this bet West is based on yeah, you're giving yourself a, because a, a, a already, spot in the championship Because they're already undefeated, game. and the yeah. nearest pursuer right now in the Coastal was UVA, Virginia. who oh. was 3-2 in three, the conference. So, yeah, even if Pittsburgh were to slip up today, I, I almost want, doesn't that automatically then, Wes, as a result, turn into a hold for you? Because I don't know that you'd really want to lay a 2-1 yeah, price at this point. Yeah, because now you're late to the party, but if you look at Pittsburgh's schedule, they've got two road games left, at Duke and at Syracuse. Syracuse has been spry in some spots, but this team cannot throw the ball because they cannot protect the quarterback. But now they have a better running quarterback now in Garrett Schrader, the former Mississippi State transfer. So they've been able to run the ball with relative plumb over the last few weeks. They ran it all over Wake Forest two weeks ago in a cover, but a, a loss at home in overtime. So I think Pitt, it's pricing the market now with their schedule because they do get Clemson at home. They do get Miami at home. Then they go to Duke, North Carolina at home, Virginia at home, and then at Syracuse. And look, Pitt finally has the offense, I think, to go along with the solid defense. Kenny Pickett, I think this is about his ninth year there in, this, in the Steel <laughs> Give City. Or take, yeah, he yeah. was a backup for Dan Marino. He's been there so long. But, you know, he's starting to emerge. Mark Whipple, the offensive coordinator, is former head coach at UMass, also a longtime offensive coordinator down at the U with Miami running a little bit more tempo. You got a senior quarterback. So now Pitt is kind of finally starting to come together because we always know Narduzzi in Pittsburgh is defense, defense, defense. Rush the passer, stop the run. But they're outscoring teams. Last week, I think, was their first game that went under the total. Uh, hmm. It was 28-7 at Vautech. But you look at what Pitt has put up this year, 51 41 at Tennessee, 41 in a loss to Western Michigan, 77 over FCS New Hampshire, 52 at Georgia Tech. This is a team that can score some points. And uh, look, they're going to get their biggest test today, though, because Clemson, as much as they are down, that defense is still yep. very, very good. I, w- I want so badly to say, look, Clemson, we, we, we've seen six weeks of evidence on this. You got to sell it four to one. I think if you were to say sell Clemson right now, though, you would basically be saying, all right, that's just a bet on Pitt today mm-hmm. in this specific spot. Because you look at Clemson's schedule. I mean, after this week, it's kind of a joke. You're going to get Florida State at home. You go and then you take on Louisville on the road. You get UConn at home. You take yeah. on really it, it all of a sudden. If they win the game today, Wes, against Pitt, this doesn't only think that this bet really comes down to can they beat Wake Forest at home? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the line's going to be in that game, but. Even if Wake is still undefeated, I mean, you have to think Clemson might be favored there. the big test for Dabo, I think, really here. Can he get his team to stay with the season, knowing, okay, fellas, no college football playoff, we can still go to a New Year's Six game, probably the Orange Bowl, as the ACC champion. You know, there's still something to play for, and he's got to sell his guys on that, where it's like, ah, we're not vintage Clemson, so this season doesn't matter, so to hell with it. We'll just end up where (laughs) we end up and go to whatever minor bowl that he can still sell that they can get in a big money game against a big money opponent in the Orange Bowl, but it's going to start today. Total is coming down, and I know why, because Clemson's offense has been anemic. They only scored 17 at Syracuse last Friday night. I'm kind of leaning the other way, though, with the over here at 47. And the under makes all the sense in the world, but this strikes me as one of these wacky games where something's going to happen. You're going to get defensive touchdowns. You're going to get special teams touchdowns. I, I almost... 
I, I stayed off the spread, though, because it's like, oh, my God, Clemson as a dog. But they absolutely should be an underdog based on how they played Yeah, so well, and like, I think, too, I mean, you, you've been pounding against Clemson all year. It's like, man, this has been a cash cow. Oh, and six against the spread. And all of a sudden, well, now you're in a reversal of role, actually catching points uh, if you're Clemson. The one team in this that we haven't really touched on is, is the team that did take out Clemson in overtime in NC State, who was we spoke with the, our, one of our favorite college football handicappers, Kenny White, earlier in the show. He has been very high in NC State from the preseason, and that's a team who's also at 4-1. Don't you kind of think, even if it's, it is hard to handicap right, which one of these three ends up coming out of that division into the conference title game, shouldn't NC State's odds be a little shorter, don't you think, than 4-1 to one right now, Wes? You, you would think, uh, because they are undefeated. Now, Wake has played four conference games, but NC State does go to Miami today, then they get Louisville at home, then they go to Florida State go to Wake Forest and then close out with two down in Raleigh with Syracuse and North Carolina. So, yeah, I mean, they were kind of the team that I think, and Kenny pointed that out, they were kind of maybe the team that was under the radar. I bet them over their season wins. They're certainly on a good uh, stretch of that now at 5-1. and one. By the way, there is another ACC game in progress. That's one of those starts Uh-oh. they sneak in at 9.30 Pacific time. Yes. They don't start Syracuse, at noon with right? everybody else. It is Syracuse and Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech was laying 3.5, on the total now, 19-13 to 13 Virginia Tech over the Q's VT. Minus five and a half, Man. 55 and a half the in game total right before the end of the first. Basically, half. what I think we've learned from this buy so hold exercise is for these teams in the ACC, not named Wake Forest, basically your bet comes down to do yeah. you think they beat Wake Forest? Yeah. That's all that comes well, down to for or NC just State. Do it scientific yeah. and put all the teams on a piece of paper, put it in a hat. We'll do that. You know, there, there are probably worse ways to decide who's going to win this ACC. I'm, I'm Very sure topsy-turvy uh, league this sure year. you have a top hat laying around, West. We can just I do. rattle it. Yeah, of course you do. Of course. Halloween's coming up as well. Maybe, they, maybe there's a costume idea. All right. On the other side, as we roll in to uh, our next hour, third hour of the show, we're going to give some more updates. Also, take a look at some other deep shot Heisman candidates. That's next right here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 